Welcome to Pushing Past Polite, where we talk about what matters and make the world a little more just. I'm Corey. And I'm Laura, and we're so glad you're here. Today, we want to talk about toxic Toxic positivity. We really rehearsed that one for a while to get it just right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So the things that are not helpful. Right. I love support, affirmation and encouragement. So this is not that. And even living your way into believing sometimes. Right. Sometimes. Yes. I get it. Faking it until you're making it. Okay. It's a thing. Yes. It's absolutely a thing and it has its place. Yes. But when I am crying, Mm. holding a newborn... And I have vomit and poop on my shirt. I don't need you to tell me you got this girl. Mm -hmm. No. What do you need in that moment? Another pair of hands. Yeah. Another pair of hands. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is this came up recently. Um, I guess I'll tell the story um, for us and our friendship because I was having an exceptionally horrible day. Uh, Exceptionally horrible. I was been care. I had been caretaking for a family member post surgery, and um, won't go into lots of details for the sake of privacy for that person. But it was a complicated situation. Uh, both this person's recovery, how they were feeling about being needy and needing to rely on me, and how that didn't feel good to them, and how instead of gratitude, it came out as frustration and anger. And then when conditions worsened and we had to go seek medical help afterwards. Um, the feeling I got, and maybe this was completely internal, but I felt it some from the medical staff was like, how could you let it get like get to this point? How why didn't you do more? And so I felt the burden of not doing enough, of fucking this up, of trying the best I could and yet running into these personality conflicts. And so I felt like I had to protect my own peace. It was just really complicated. And I broke And so, of course, who do I talk to but Corey, right? And so Corey started to respond to me, and she did in a beautiful way. But she told me later something she almost said. Yeah, I almost said, like, yeah, you got this. Like, of course you are made to to do this. You can do anything. You are mighty. You are wonderful. You are magical. You can do whatever you want. You you will find a way through this because, you know, you're a superhero. That's what I started to write. And then I was like, delete, 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 delete. Picture the little three dots on the chat, right? Do, 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 do. Went quiet. And it's like, nope, this is hard. Mm. And quite honestly, that was exactly what I needed. I know that I am capable in some ways. I know that this will pass. I know that, right? I've lived 40 years on this earth. I generally have a sense of seasons and timing and you know, take a deep breath. It'll be better in the morning. You know, I know that. And while I know that that would have been coming from a good place and I would have still felt on some level supported because she listened to me, I so appreciated the acknowledgement that this was hard and that she was just there. And I think in our culture, we try really hard to push past discomfort to get out of it as fast as possible. Right. When somebody shares something really hard for you, it's, I am so sorry. And then either pivot to, let me change the subject or make you laugh or share something that I've dealt with that's maybe, you know, you can relate to just anything to get out of that discomfort. And the truth is, is that, you know, I needed somebody to just kind of put their arm around and sit down for a little while with me. 
And that's what Corey did. And that's what a lot of people need. Hmm. You know, like I follow all kinds of random things on social, right? And one of my favorite people is someone who's just like really honest about their mothering journey. Hmm. And and they are, they practice like what gentle type style of parenting, you know, Mm -hmm. like that's kind of the framework in which they leverage and they're like sometimes you need a like cut that shit out <laughs> thrown in there a little quick finger snap and like yeah. get your attention and no more uh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah i've had enough right like because why because we're humans yes and yes best practice will tell us that we we should probably go and take a beat and compose ourselves and it's like I already have a narrative running through my mind that I'm shutting off. And the narrative I'm shifting to is like, you are enough as a mom Mm -hmm. and you are a person too. Mm -hmm. And so just like my three-year-old sometimes yells in my face and then kicks me in the stomach. That little (laughs) angel? Never. (laughs) Never. It's because he's three, not because he's not an angel. Right. Um. It's like, obviously, I don't yell in their faces and kick them in the stomach. Congratulations. Like, best practice. Yes. Best practice. But sometimes I raise my voice and I correct it and I respond. But like, those things happen. And sometimes they need to. I'm sorry. And sometimes but they need to. I had two of my kids putting hands on each other. Yes. And there was no time to gentle parent my way out of that. Yes. I had to get their attention. Yes. Yes. And so we're digressing to, into just gentle parenting, but some of <laughs> some of how gentle parenting is portrayed embodies that toxic positivity. You know, like some of some ways in which people curate their gentle parenting videos, it's really around only the best practices and the like and never getting you know, up from the fails. Never getting up from the fails. Mm. We get up from the fails a lot around yes, here. Yes. Yeah. And because that to me is what gentle parenting actually is. Yes. Right. It's like you want to teach your child skills to be able to cope and navigate. And you want to teach them how to be resilient in getting up from the fails. Yes. Your fails and their fails. Yes. Seeing me as human, seeing me as yes. someone who tries my best and falls yeah. forward is exactly yeah. what I want to model for them. Yeah. As opposed to mom is always right and you are always not. Right. That's not okay. Right. Or even like mom always has it together. Yeah, no, that's definitely not. And you should be looking. My kids to are me. under no <laughs> illusion. I distinctly remember, gosh, I don't remember what year, but I remember one day just having, you know, just having a moment and my sweet middle child who is so empathic and kind. Yes, she is. Coming up to me and saying, I am sorry. It's so hard to have three kids. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Number one, I'm glad I'm glad I'm portraying this honestly. This is real. You won't go into motherhood with any any illusions right. of, right. of it being a cakewalk. But like she also Yeah, I, I was worried that of course she was caring for my emotional state in that. So I had to right. balance that moment. But anyway, um yeah. I think that ability to apologize, to say you're wrong, to self-correct and ask for forgiveness is such a powerful, powerful thing. Absolutely, because you're also modeling that behavior for your own kids, Absolutely right? right? Like, if you're doing it, then this is what we do. We make mistakes, and we ask for forgiveness, and we ask for help. 
you know, my little one, he doesn't have a ton of words, but one of them is help, please. Oh, good boy. That's a great, that's a great, great, great lesson. Yeah. He's like, help. That's a high leverage phrase. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. My brother's hitting me. I need milk. Help, please. Right. All those. Yes. Yeah. Help, please. Help, please. And um, I have this, uh, this poster, this small poster framed in my office that my parents sent me after the first baby was born. And it has like plexiglass, you know, in there. And so it says, you got this girl. And when I received it, the glass was broken. Oh no, that's a terrible sign and omen, isn't it? <laughs> no, but I think that that's exactly right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like exactly right. It's like, yeah. I got this I, and. And, uh-huh. exactly. I got this and it's hard. Yes. I got this and it can feel lonely. Mm. I got this and my boobies hurt. Yes. I got this and I'm overwhelmed. And I'm sitting in that vomit and, and poop that we just talked yeah. about. Yeah. 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 I got this and I just got hit in the face. <laughs> I, I got, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, I got this and. Yeah. No, that I, that's really important. Well, that's important for lots of things in life. But this idea of two truths being being true at the same time, mm-hmm. that you can hold space for both. Yeah. Right. That I am yeah. powerful. I know I'm a good caretaker. Right. The day for the example that I gave earlier. And this fucking sucks. It sucks. It sucks. sucks. It sucks yeah. on how I'm spending my day. It sucks on how I feel about myself. It sucks for this person who's hurting and yeah. can't communicate his hurt and instead is acting out like. Yes. It sucks. Yes. Yes. And that to me is like where that toxic positivity comes in because it's that those messages that reinforce the idea that you're not enough. Yeah. 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 My my struggle and the hardness of this moment does not take away from the fact that I am capable and that I can. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just because sometimes I'm like, oh, fuck them kids does not mean <laughs> I don't love those kids and I would do anything for them kids. Yes, anything. You know, anything. Yes, both things can be true at the same time. At the same time. And you want to have people in your life and you want to be that kind of friend, I assume, we all do, that shows up in ways that people need. I will yeah. tell you one of the traps I fall into is less the toxic positivity um, and more the how can I help and trying to solve and fix. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's helpful. And sometimes that is really not. And knowing the difference yeah. is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's saying to a friend, hey, if you're really struggling, I just want to tell you, I take a low dose anxiety medication that makes a huge difference in my world. I'm mm-hmm. not telling you you should. I just want you to know in case that's a fear or there's stigma around that. I want you to know you can talk to me about it. So here's like a breadcrumb, but then I'm going to back off really quick and just tell you the sucks and I'm here for you. <laughs> Because I'm not telling you what's working for me is working for you. But I also don't want to see you languish either. Yes. You know, you are so cute right now. I appreciate that you think that. Tell me what is cute. Because you're like, I'm going to tell you about my meds. I'm going to overshare. So you (laughs) will overshare. (laughs) Would you like me to pull out my list of prescriptions or techniques? (laughs) No, totally. But I'll tell you. I, this, I'm going to overshare, pull back. I hope you're comfortable. Let me know how you feel. If not, I'm going to hold up the, what is it, men in black thing and take the memory of this entire awkwardness this away. Away. Because I goofed. And I do that often. <laughs> <laughs> or the Zach Morris phone of like, freeze time. Should I do this? 
I'm going for it. I'm going for it. The answer for me is I'm always going yeah. for it. I'm in. I I'm am. in. Um, but to that end, I am te- I cannot, and I, I know this is lots of things, right? But I'm seeing so many peers of mine really struggling and hitting a wall lately. People, colleagues, friends, people around our age and stage of life. And I think that's a combination of factors, right? I think that's, um, you know, burnout in workplaces. I yeah. think it's this expectation for parents and people who are working as well to do everything at such high levels, right? Your child isn't just going to school and doing okay. They're on the A honor roll and they're in enrichment courses and you're taking them to this and this activity and you're performing at work. And we just survived a global pandemic and it was exhausting. That's not all over. Correct. We just had COVID. My friends just had COVID. My parents, like my whole family just got COVID over the summer. We just had COVID like at the end of 2022 or coming leading into 2023. The Bachelor has COVID this week. I'm just saying, like it ain't over. No, you're See, right. The Bachelor even has COVID. See, very relatable. They did a Zoom date and I was like, uh, did they think this was fun? We don't want to go back to that. No one. And why? Who wants to watch that shit? No, and who I'm like, the girl watch... you made out with yesterday is in this room with right. all these other girls. Y'all are all going down. You guys are all going down. All going COVID down. is in the building. It has not left the building. Right, right. No, but I think the the strain and the buildup of that over time. Yes. Is like coming to a fever pitch for a lot of I I say women, not because it's not happening for men, but the people in my circle that I'm sharing this vulnerably about and oversharing this vulnerably about are women. (laughs) I'm talking to your husbands about my medication list. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) But maybe they need to talk to their husbands about your medication. list. Listen, you want to I'll give you a little promo for anybody who needs it. Right. Maybe it's he who needs some low dose mm-hmm. anxiety he medication. Who does protest too much may need a little little pill or two. Uh, <laughs> but I think you know, again, showing up for people in the way they need is so it's a delicate dance, but you kind of can't go wrong with presence. And I don't mean presence e n t s. I mean presence e n c e. Being there with somebody, putting your arm around them listening um r- without judgment um, yeah exactly right yeah yeah like just showing up is is so huge and powerful mm-hmm. um and being a listening ear and being like i don't know what you need but i got you i'm sending you some doordash <laughs> okay so this is a Corey hamilton life lesson that i am taking away for real is you don't wait to say to somebody like you practically act not in an intrusive get in your space kind of way, but you're not like, do you want me to bring a meal? Because here's reality. They probably do. But that's awkward to ask for and say yes. Right. Again, the pat politeness thing. Yes. That, this toxic politeness. I don't, I don't know if that's a, a real burden. thing. Right. Uh, no, even though you're offering, I don't want to say yes. Yeah. So like check your email. There's a gift card. Yeah. You know, do with it what you need to do. Yes. But I'm here. I did it. Yeah, I did what I could. Let me know if there's something else. Right. I'm not close enough to go get it. But here. I yeah. love if that I, you do that. Yeah. Yeah. My friend, a friend of mine who I um, is very close in my circle and we share about all that's going on, including this caregiving incident and all these other things. We met up last night because our kids are involved in the same activity at the same time. And we walked for a couple miles together and she just brought me lunch for today. Oh, She's, that's so sweet. Yep, here you go. Don't need to worry about it. Happy Friday. Like, yeah, I'll that's tell so you, sweet. it was it was the it's the best gift. I can't wait to eat it today. Can't wait. No kidding. And just yeah. savor like the love in that. 
And the fact that you didn't have to think about it, you could just enjoy it. Oh, the practical need, but more so that like even from a place where she sometimes is is pulling from an empty well, she thought, you know what, I'm going to be intentional and do this for you. Yeah, that's so sweet. And I just so the record is really clear. I didn't invent this concept. I learned it from a very good friend of mine after I had my first baby and we were in the pandemic. Mm. And you couldn't come over and bring a meal. And I couldn't. And so she was ordering things for me and sent gift cards and things like that for food. So I wouldn't have to worry about that because we couldn't really do it. Yep. No, it's it's genius and it's worth keeping. Um, I struggle sometimes in thinking about logistics with somebody further away, but that's a great way to do it. Um, love it. So what about if you're in a place where you're struggling and you're receiving toxic positivity? What it, how How to respond to that? I mean, I feel like it's one of those, it depends on the situation. <laughs> we are <laughs> we are muting and unmuting plenty because we have a visitor of the toddler variety up in this place. And we love him. He is fine. But we're just trying to sit, trying to keep a recording easier to listen to. Yeah. And, and of course, it's like he finds some loud toy that happens to be in here. It's playing music. Yeah, exactly. Um, but there's there are nuances to this, right? Because depending on where you are in your journey, your ability to set boundaries mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing, you're going to be able to manage this differently. But you can interrupt it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and say like, I understand what you're trying to do, but I don't need that right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I appreciate what you're trying to do. I just I don't need that right now. Um, Maybe it's just ignoring it and getting out of that room as fast as yeah, possible. It's like, yeah, possibly just like leaving, relocating your physical space. Um, and sometimes it's just like walking away, like when, because toxic positivity can transition into gaslighting. Hmm. Right. And so now you're, you're wondering because people are being so up, so weird, overly positive, And you're like, are my feelings not even valid? Like, is what I'm feeling not what I'm supposed to be feeling? Because mm-hmm. everyone's like, why are you feeling so stressed? You're such a great mom. I've seen you. You play with the kids. Da, da, da. Like, why? You shouldn't be. You should be overwhelmed. But I'm telling you, I am. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I think there's like some. <laughs> Hi, buddy. I, Come hang I out think, with us. I think the nanny is with the little one. No problem. And so. He was free ranging. <laughs> Were there eggs um, involved? What happened? Yeah. And, hey, buddy. And so, I and love so you. I sent him away, not realizing she wasn't around. No problem. Hey, and I didn't mean to do that. No, you come be with us. I want to see yeah. you. I want to see you. I love you. Are you having a hard time? I know you can't hear me because mommy has her headphones on, but I love you. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes we just mm. need to curl up, don't we? Yeah, man. That's right on. That's right on. Uh, on message on today. Brand. Yeah. Sometimes we just need to cry and snuggle and be with somebody who who loves us. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, no. I think validating feelings is so important for people who maybe feel like, oh, but it's not that bad compared to other people. Or I shouldn't feel this way. Or I know my life is good overall, but if somebody needs help, somebody needs help. Uh be that another pair of hands, be that mental health assistance, be that help with workload, whatever it is. Exactly. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
And, and it's like that help. It's, again, one of the things. It's okay. He can stay with us. He can stay with us. Yeah, you can stay. We're almost done, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that help needs, it, it's like the double side, the help showing up in ways that we need it. Mm. I'll go downstairs. You know? okay. You're going to go downstairs by love. Bye, baby. Um, um, hold on. Between dogs and children today. What'd you say? So between dogs and children today, we are batting a thousand. Yeah, really. I'm waiting for a Jehovah's Witness to ring the doorbell next. To ring the doorbell. Mine is the UPS guy Mm -hmm. who just refuses to read the sign on the door that says don't ring the doorbell. I think you should warn of an electric shock in the doorbell you don't have to actually do that of course that's creepy and cruel but just be like electric shock will happen if you do this for real leave me alone leave me alone i think i'm just gonna have to say something to him not that he's gonna remember hey you this house don't do that please stop ringing the bell don't do it my kids are not happy to see you my pets are not happy to see you just stop no one just i appreciate you and stop it we don't need to announce Lord yeah, have mercy. Totally unrelated. I used to have the most fun. Re- I worked at the housing office when I was in college. And so I knew all the delivery people. Those were like straight up my people. Oh. Like we, we would go get drinks. <laughs> oh, I love that you knew them and had a relationship. That's so fun. We had a really sweet UPS driver at our last house and he had a ton of kids and was always seeing us pushing the stroller. Yeah. down the road and telling us hang in there you know it was really yeah, sweet yeah. it was really yeah. sweet all right so what we need to take away from this is show up and shut up sometimes mm-hmm. yeah and 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 just like affirm what people are actually telling you they're feeling and don't try to encourage them to be feeling something else more positive in that moment like that save that shit for a later day uh-huh. a different conversation Pump them up another time yeah like let them just let them know that you're there with them in what they're feeling right now. Yes. Yes. And that, that those feelings are valid and that they should feel them. Yes. And get creative without even asking them. Find out, like, just do something. Yeah. Just do something. Right. Hey, I'm going to run the vacuum real quick on my way out. Can I do the dishes in the sink for you on my way out? Can I send, um, you know, gift cards in your email? Yeah. For dinner. One of the things I've been doing is... When I think about somebody, I just send them a, a note, hmm. at a text. Sometimes it's on Zoom, you know, just like, hey, I just wanted you to know that I saw this thing that you did and I thought it was amazing hmm. and I really appreciate you and I just want to know, I want you to know I saw you. You're wonderful at that. You really are. Or just a message that's like, hi, I was thinking about you today and I hope that you're doing really well, you know, sending love and energy, you know, positive energy and hugs or whatever and chipotle and chipotle um Um, can i also say that now that i think about it this is another step right is that mm follow-up right so i we shared that moment you were vulnerable and raw with me and i want you to know that i uh, like i'm honored by that sharing what moment no 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 sorry i mean like if someone (laughs) i'm honored Uh, by all the moments Corey. i love you all the time but someone has shared with you i'm struggling you're there you listen you validate you support in a practical way without needing to do a whole lot of awkward, polite dancing. And then you follow up. Hey, right. thinking about you. How's right. it going? You know, yes. You know, give me an update. 
you know, yeah. heart check. How are you feeling? Yep. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And then it can be a pump up another day. Exactly. Need to get away? Say the word. Mm-hmm. I'm picking up your kid today from school yeah. at the bus stop. I got this. Right. Yeah. Something. I got this for you instead of you got this for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what people need. Yes. They don't need you to tell them that they got this. How about you got this? I'm drowning. Yes. It's the there's a Jim Gaffigan joke about how does it feel to have five children? I think it's, it was either five or four. But he said he's like, pretend you're in an ocean swimming and then someone throws you a baby. <laughs> it's like that idea of like, I'm underwater. I can't do this. Right. Don't make it harder. Right. I can't do it. That's the whole point of me sharing. Right. You telling me I got it doesn't help. Mm-hmm. How about you got it? How about you go fold those clothes over there mm-hmm. or pick up? Stuff on the floor. Mm-hmm. Or pick up one extra or, pizza on Friday night when you're already going home. Or pick up one extra pizza on Friday night. Or say, hey, go take a nap. Mm, oh, what a gift. That's the best shit, man. <laughs> Nothing isn't better after a nap. Nothing isn't better after a nap. Mm-mm. Nap ministry, yeah. for real. Yeah. Yes, for real. It is love. That is love for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. It's like, do the dishes. You got this. Mm-hmm. That's what I need. Sit and read I need with my you kid. to. I need you to got this. Yes, I don't got this. <laughs> I don't need you to tell me that I got this. Or Kate McKinnon on SNL, the doctor we notice. Doctor, we no- we notice. We notice. We notice. We don't notice. This is not helping. We know that you're struggling. We know uh, this. I've never seen that. Oh my god, it's so funny. Look up Kate McKinnon, doctor we notice. Okay. Promise. Super funny. Okay. Anything okay. fun going on outside of this topic? Anything with kids you want to share? Or- Something fun you've been watching or? Oh, yes. So, you know, we're in this potty training window and I have two boys. And so apparently underwear have penis pockets. What? Oh, my God. Do you know what we call them in our house? <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Pika pockets. Pika pocket. <laughs> Whoop. Whoop. Little move yeah. to the side. Pika pockets. Yeah. Pika pockets, penis pockets, we got them. Oh my we god, got them rolling around in here. Pizza in the it's... morning. I'm thinking, pe- <laughs> penis pocket in the morning, penis pocket <laughs> in the evening, pocket at summertime, summertime. When yeah. pe- when pockets on your body. How do you know all these I words? Don't know. I don't. I'm making it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, so yeah. you have little undies with little 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 peekaboos. Yeah, and um, the older one is like very adamant about like. Do those have a penis pocket? <laughs> you know, he's like, because I'm not putting on undies that don't have a penis pocket. No, that feels restrictive. You need to yeah. breathe. Yeah. See, look, my penis out of my penis pocket. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that one of the funniest differences between the two of them is that the little one is like always has shoes on his feet. Like butt naked, he, but shoes. No, no. He's dressed. Okay. The little one. It's but shoes need to be on his feet. He goes and finds his Crocs. His sneakers, something. He wants shoes on his feet. And then the older one will come in from outside and be like, oh, it's so hot. Take off this shirt. Take off these (laughs) pants. Take off these socks. Ooh, ooh, mama, put this blanket on. I'm cold. Now I'm comfortable. Um, Warm milk? Oh, my gosh. I'd like something to drink. This would you like to he is like all about the sensory experience. Can yeah. I have my silk sheets and a little cocktail? Yes, right. Something warm to drink. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my God. I love that so They're much. They're funny. They are yeah. fun. Yeah. And and uh, the little one, too, 
has also gotten into like wearing things on his face. So I have these pictures with him like wearing these play work goggles, you know, like eye protection. And uh, so he found some sunglasses that he was rocking the other night. And I was like, we're not Jay-Z and Beyonce, okay? Like, (laughs) it's 7 o'clock in the evening. It's dark outside. Why do you have shades on inside the house? Let's get this party started, Mom. (laughs) Let's get this, but basically. And he, like, you know, throws his hand in the air and lets the beat drop. I love it. I love it so much. He's adorable. Mm -hmm. He's so cute. He's so funny. So what about you? What about your kids? Let's see. Um, We are always on the hunt for, oh, what? Tell me. Tell them about your interior designer. My interior design. Oh, my sweetie girl. My middle daughter loves to design things and loves miniature anything. So she takes recyclables of all types and makes little rooms and little things and little dresser. amazing. And a little washing machine. I'll have to put a picture or two up. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. But she took a shoebox, cut out a little hole, popped in a plastic container. So it's like a terrarium window thing. She did LED fairy lights along the top. She decorated it like a dorm room. She tells she me. She put wallpaper up. Wallpaper. There's a bedding. There's a neck pillow on the bed. All from like napkins and paper and markers. And the girl just loves to craft. She's incredible. Um, super, super cute. So that's one story. Pivot. New story. Um, <laughs> we're always on the hunt for something fun to watch as a family, especially a series. And um, I took a risk and went with Babysitter's Club on Netflix which is not new, but was new to me. I was like, oh my gosh, I loved these books. This is so much fun. They do a lovely job of tackling topics and issues. Nice. And it's been so fun to like pause the show and then say like, okay, how would you handle this? You know? Yeah. Um, Challenges between friends, challenges with families, you know, blending families and a mom getting it. Well, thankfully we don't need to worry about that at this point. I plan on sticking with their daddy for a good long time. (laughs) But um, yeah, just really... Really cool. And my favorite funny, though, was one of the issues was between a girl and a boy. And there was a scene of, you know, a preview of a kiss coming on the next episode. Mm-hmm. And my rising sixth grader, current fifth grader, eyes like huge as saucers, whipped ah. his head to me and he goes, but they're only in middle school. <laughs> he has no idea what's coming for him in a couple of That's months. That's adorably sweet. So, so sweet. So mm-hmm. it's the same boy who had a Valentine this year. So he's dabbling. But I don't think the the kiss is not on the table, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. I am. They're lovely. They're a gift. Yeah, they are. Yeah, even when I need some toxic positivity uh, therapy over here and just getting away. You're great. You're doing such a wonderful <laughs> job. Keep it up. You got this. I'm going to know somebody's not going to make it to dinner tonight if this keeps up. make it. I know. You're brilliant. You're a genius. Where's your cape, bitch? Put it on. Chuffing <laughs> up, buttercup. Put on You're those right. undies and go for it. Right now, right. here's to showing up for friends uh, as they are in the moment, supporting them in ways that they need, in creative ways, and then being there for the long haul. Yeah, grateful and I have you, up, and showing up for your people too. Yeah. Like you show up for me, like you would show up for your kids. Mm. When your kids are having hard moments, I've watched. Like you stop and you pause and you hear them and you let them share before you try to solve it. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. Well, I've seen it. Thank and you. So I see you trying. I see you. I'll send you a text later. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to, to Pushing Past Polite. We wanted to call out um, some of the great reviews we're getting online, and we're so incredibly grateful. So 
Just wanted to read one from Mulligan for Life, and that's L-Y-F-E, because she's he or she is super cool. Um, the title is Warm Thoughtful Vibe. Oh, how I wish this had come out a year ago. Us too. Um, the connection between Corey and Lara and their focus on what matters makes me feel like I'm at happy hour with my girls. Can't wait to get into the meat of working for justice. Thank you so much for that sweet review. And we would be very honored if you'd take a minute and rate and review us on particularly Apple. It helps people find us. Yeah. So we can spread the uh, antidote to toxic positivity across the world. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining. Tune in next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We encourage you to go deeper in your trusted spaces or cultivate new spaces that foster meaningful connection. Please follow us on social media to keep the conversation going. We are at Pushing Past Polite on Instagram and Facebook and Push Past Polite on Twitter. Pushing Past Polite is an independent podcast with Corey and Laura from Just Educators. Our cover art was designed by Rachel Welsh de Iga of De Inga Designs, and our audio is produced by Keith at Headset Media. Until next time, don't get stuck talking about the weather. Have conversations that matter and make your world a bit more just.